1, 2, 3, 4. Check, check 1, check 2. Oh, yeah. This is us, this is it. We're doing it. It's the Cannabis Coffee Hour with your host, Rob Cantrell. Welcome to another awesome, great, uh, sun-drenched, ganja-smoking, drinking coffee episode of the Cannabis Coffee Hour. We're gonna talk for about an hour. I'm not smoking on any crazy sour. I think it's purple. Um, yeah, I have a little bit of cannabis that I'm excited. Um, but I got, and I also have some awesome coffee. Um, I'm not sure the strain of cannabis is just, uh, you know, a small amount that I enjoy when I do this podcast. Um, just a small amount of uh, finely ground. I, I think this is from the Kush tree. Um, but what I'm drinking, like, I'm not sure what the strain is. And strains don't really matter as much. I just know it's really good. Um, it's good cannabis. It doesn't put me, it doesn't make me take a nap, even though I should. The weather out, it's just super cold. But it's sun out, so it's this weird juxtaposition. Um, but I'm drinking Oslo, O-S-L-O, coffee roasters. Um, beans and they are from Brooklyn they are over in Williamsburg I've been to their um, coffee shop there's like two or three over there maybe there's one I'm not positive but I do know their beans I always was like man this is a good cup of coffee and this is called the golden tree Uh, their beans is called the the anniversary blend from uh, Sumatra and Ethiopia apricots baker's chocolate and honey hmm it tastes great. I'm just enjoying a, you know, a perfectly put together one hitter. Finely ground. It burned really nicely. Boom. A little bit of cannabis. And we'll have a podcast. I've been loving this podcast, doing this podcast. I look forward to doing this podcast. And we're getting better. And uh, we've gone over a year now. Now it's, this is the 50th, 56th episode. And I think I've only missed like two or three weeks. So it's been a little bit over a year. And the main number... The main number I'm trying to get to is 100. Um, so yeah, it's just a practice. It's, uh, you know, I know this podcast isn't perfect. I'm going to invest in some better recording equipment, but this is this nice lavalier. <clears throat> and I have listened back and I've had people record it. I've done it through uh, different apps. This is the easiest one that... uh I've used. Man, it is really cold out there. I just had the window just a little bit open. Um, and the odd thing is, I'm drinking coffee, but I, I actually cold brewed this coffee. I made, this coffee's so good. For some reason, I do think the cold brew, the cold brewing method by, you know, refrigerating the coffee overnight, you get a better taste of the coffee. You're not just like straight cooking it. You're kind of letting it steep as they say. That's when you just let something, you know, soak in something. So you're just letting the coffee soak in the water overnight and get cooked by the coldness. Cooked by the coolness. (laughs) That might be a good name for a a project. Cooked by the coolness. (laughs) Uh, Because I love doing this podcast and I do think it's pretty cool. Um, I thought the Joe Firestone episode was awesome. I've been listening to that. Check that out. That's two episodes ago. She is one of the main characters on the Joe Perro show from Adult Swim. And she's a great writer. And she's just a great person. Like, you know, I do think it's like I put her credits up there and I'm, you know, and stuff like that. But at the same time, she's just, if you just met her on the street, she's a, just an entertaining, nice, kind soul. 
Uh, so I appreciate her coming on the podcast. Good luck to Joe Para and that whole project. I love his vibe, um, LL Bean to the core. <laughs> Rock out some work boots. I was looking at a pair of boots. I got to get a pair of boots. I'm rotating three different shoes, and they're all, like, kind of good. <laughs> but none of them are, like, perfect snow wear. And the one that I do have for snow wear, I have a pair of Solomons, which I do love. They, Solomon makes ski boots. If you're looking for a good... I have high arches. If you're looking for a good foot shoe, go with Solomons. Um, it's a good mid-range trail hiking um, boot to like trail hiker type shoe and they have runners the one i have is just a running shoe from solomon um they have this weird like shoe strings they took the shoestring method and threw it out the window shoe th- strings are kind of whack i mean they they're not fail proof you know you gotta tie the knot and usually like they're different for everybody but you know sometimes tying the knot is good in different shoelaces have like a fresh pair of shoelaces. I'm not talking fat shoelaces yet, but I'm talking just like regular shoelaces. Like, like if you get a, ones that don't, like where the heads aren't bit off. <laughs> when, what is that top of the shoelace? Is that the eye? Now the eye is what you thread it through. But those uh, shoelace tops, like if you have one that's like kind of frayed and stuff like that, that's the worst. When it's frayed, you got to have it like laminated or sometimes they have metal tips, metal tip, good shoelaces. They're out there. If you got some metal tip shoelaces, you're, you're breaking through everything. <laughs> uh, those things, you know, but I do like me a good Velcro. That is like the ultimate is like the shoelace with the Velcro system. But Solomon had this uh, shoelace system that was crazy that it didn't even involve shoelaces. Well, they kind of were. They were like these like power thread wires that you pulled, and it was kind of like this pulley system, this miniature pulley system that it had a thread through the bow, and as tight as you released it, it just stayed in that space. And that's kind of what you're creating with a bow and a knot in the first place. Like, I understand that system, but I did, I did really like this. And when you learn to tuck in the excess pulley underneath the tongue there's like this pocket that you tuck it right in and it's clean it really does fit that's the best fit i've ever had of a shoe especially with some high arches with some high arches you you need some extra you know you need some extra support especially in new york city so i definitely uh solemnly swear by solomon's uh, as good work boots or good winter boots. I'm eyeing up a pair right now. And after that Michigan trip, I think I definitely deserve to maybe get um, some good winter boots because <laughs> winter is coming. Winter is on us. Christmas time is here. Next Thursday, it will be the 26th. Christmas just happened. So, uh, Merry Christmas, uh, happy holidays, and uh, may the force be with you, and uh, all my Buddhist prayers, all my Hanukkah chants, um, but definitely shout out to the big guy, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Christmas, um, St. Nick, yeah, Christmas is a wild one. Because, you know, it just goes in this, it's it's literally, you know, Jesus' birthday. And then, then I don't know how Santa Claus got involved. (laughs) That's Jesus' fat cousin, man. Fat uncle laying around making toys all day up in the North Pole, man. Why is he up in the North Pole? He's got a magic sled, man. He can fly just about anywhere. Um... But yeah, the Jesus story could be shot holes in. I mean, not, not Jesus. Oh my goodness. Uh, the Santa Claus story could be shot hole. You know, I can't. Why am I saying the word shoot? <laughs> no, the, uh, you know, it's just the story of Santa Claus and the story of giving. That's what, you know, I do think Christmas gets blown out there. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's about giving and forgiveness and kindness 
and you know not just buy 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 but it's nice to you know give gifts it's nice to receive gifts uh i've been getting a lot of gifts i've been going out and i've been doing you know Michigan was really a lot of fun, man. I have to say, I had got a great hotel room. The opening comics were great. The venues were interesting. But uh, that last run, you know, they were all fun. You know, I'd love to come back and do those shows again. I think, it, you know, a lot of it, I'm just figuring Michigan out on where to, you know, kind of do more shows. Because I definitely want to go back there at least twice a year, you know, doing stand-up. And the state is really big, and there's just like all these pockets where there's can be two or three shows. Um, but I definitely want to do Detroit and Grand Rapids. That might be the one, like Detroit and Grand Rapids. And where would be? Where could I do another show? Like just try to like line up like two or three shows. I didn't even, you know. Shout out the cannabis community. I need to engage. A lot of it's on me, and a lot of it's like on the amount of time I have during the day. I mean, I'm doing great, but even today, like I practice meditation because I get psyched up to do the podcast. And then I'm like, the podcast gives me an excuse to like let my hair down and drink some coffee and talk it all out. But there's also a lot of pressure on, you know, creating quality content making sure it's funny, making sure it's listenable, um, but also being yourself. But I enjoy doing it because, you know, this is myself. <laughs> and I did try to stretch. I did a good stretch today, stretching with no music, because I got, like, the podcast set up, and I record this into my phone on a Shure Lav mic, and my phone wasn't charged. I got an iPhone 7 where they did that whole thing with the earphones and the charger and... Man, that's just a quick one buck. I, I, don't, I don't think the new ones have it set up like that. I don't think people went for it too long because it's not the most convenient or stealth way because what happened today was I had the charge, but I also recorded this thing through the charging portal. I know I'm just nerding out on the super tech talk, but um, I didn't have enough juice, so I just had to sit there and let my phone juice up, and that's when I juiced up by doing a bunch of stretching, a bunch of boo-yah yoga. I do child's pose into cobra into downward dog. I do those three just like in a row, and I just count down from 10 in each spot. And the sun was kind of coming through, and I will say like, I do think like st by stretching, you're helping your mind stretch out and giving, you know, you're kind of preparing. But then I had a hard meditation. I've been hurting myself during meditation. Uh, like the other day, I like I rolled my ankle when I was trying to like sit, like, you know, kind of like tucking your foot in. And I've always had a tricky ankle. This one just clicks all the time. I broke my leg a couple times. I've rolled my ankle really bad a few times. And they say, like, after you rolled your ankle, your ankle's never really healed, so you have to kind of watch it. That's why i got to go get these shoes, these Solomons. Um, because you got to watch it, because I, uh, I tweaked it when I was trying to meditate. And then even today, I went down to sit on my meditation pillow and I fell kind of backwards and I banged my back like right into the wall because I didn't have a pillow up there and I usually have a pillow I need to the thing about the the meditation mat and sitting on the ground is like your lower back starts to hurt and that's what I was doing today was I was just kind of sitting like regular style easy style um and then but keeping my hands on top of my knees and my palms up and trying just to do an unguided 15-minute just raw dog meditation. You know, I just put, you know, 15 on the A-L-E-X-I-A <laughs> robot. And, um, and then she's timing, you know, the 15 minutes. And it was hard to get through it. It was hard to get through it. I got through it. I asked it, 
you know, midway through where the time was. And I thought I was going to say like 90 seconds, but it came back four minutes. But then I sat down and I just, I wrote it out. I did the four minutes. And I think just by being, that's what I've been studying, by being able to be in a position that isn't comfortable for a moment and being able to hold that position, um, there's energy in that. In, in a way to hold the energy. Like today I was working on my posture. Um, I've been do, doing all my stretching out. I did, I did do the one that you work on your balance, like the one leg, I do boom, boom, I do 10 on each side. And I have gotten better, like, and a lot of that one is your mind racing and being able to quiet your mind in order to hit the balance pose. It's trippy that way. Mm. This is good coffee, but it's odd because my ice ma maker is broken. So I made this iced coffee, but then I forgot because I didn't have enough of my ice to make my smoothie in my coffee. So I had to make them both. And then I just was like, oh, I'll go get some ice. But it's literally like 14 degrees outdoors. I do not want to go out there right now. And so I, I wanted to knock out this podcast and get it up get it flowing, get it moving. Um, so I'm drinking it just right out of the coffee cup. <laughs> but with almond milk, I've been going hard on almond milk. Like hard, hard. Like not super hard, but I got the sweetened almond milk. And I do replace it anytime, you know, I, I rather have it for my coffee. Especially good coffee. It goes really well with really good coffee. Like right there, that's like, it feels like, because it's cold brew, it almost has like um, an espresso feel to it, you know? Because the coffee is so pure and just so fresh, and it wasn't ever cooked out or carcinogenic, they call it carcinogenic. Um, it just, you know, it goes down smooth, almost too smooth. Um, but I definitely need it today. Um, today is like those hunkered down, like, hibernation east coast but i was talking about like i i do have a show tonight i have a storytelling show i'm gonna tell i'm gonna try to record it i may just record it with this whole simple setup that i use for my uh podcast but i am releasing a mixtape album and i'm working on all the tracks and all this old footage and trying to get it all into one you know, category and one type of file um, to present it correctly. But uh, I wanted to record this story that I'm telling. Um, and it's the same one that I'm telling on the road in Michigan. That's what was the trippy thing. Um, because I did get popped. I ended up doing three nights in jail in here in New York City in 2007 for smoking a roach outside after a show at like 1 a.m. in the Lower East Side. And Michigan is like fully legal now. And every, you know, there's, um, I just made a couple weed references on the local news, but it was like the Fox News. But a bunch of people came out. They loved it. We had a great show, that last show in Rockford. I loved it, man. That was, uh, uh, <laughs> it was a funky venue. It was a, that whole run was kind of funky and fun, but it was a great way to see Michigan. And next time I'm going to do, yeah, I should do Grand Rapids, Detroit, and sup, something in the Upper Peninsula. Like, I need to go way, way up there. Um, and I need to do Humboldt as well. I need to go, I did do a tour with the Marijuana Logs up in uh, Humboldt, and we did this place called Grass Valley. That was a cool town. It had this, like, small theater um and we got people out and uh it was a fun fun stand-up show we had a man that theater was amazing but we did it with like a sketch group it was wild um i've done a lot of shows with sketch groups actually the yeah the first few stand-up shows i used to work with this play with this sketch group in san francisco called please leave the bronx and um, and then 
I did this, uh, and then when I came out here, I worked with the sketch group Murder Fist, <laughs> and that was Ed Larson and Henry Zabrowski, and Henry is actually part of the last podcast on the left podcast. A lot, of, and then Ed works with Jeff Ross, but those guys was a sketch group, amazing sketch, like a really punk rock. Uh, but all really cool guys, and they all knew each other in Florida in college, and they had they had a, one of the best like rock and roll sketch groups out there, especially of their era. You know, they would pack the room, and they had a crowd, and they had a vibe, and they were funny. And I did some great shows with them, amazing shows with them in New York. Um, we used to do this like old record store. I forget, but it was right off of Bedford. What was that place called? But that's where Jenny Slate had a show there. But Murder Fist also had a show there. And I used to do that show all the time. Um, and then I also, we did like the Brooklyn Brewery, like one of the first big shows, or not big shows, just like, yeah, I was living here. And uh, yeah, it was me and Murder Fist and somebody else. Maybe it was another, yeah, it was another sketch group. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I don't know why my stand-up has always been, like, it's always sat well around sketch groups or the alternative or arty-type theaters. Yeah, I guess that's the vibe. Um, but doing the road sometimes, meaning it's just more of the general public and meaning you might be in a mall um, they aren't the best, but they can be really good for your comedy and just polishing it out. And every experience, you learn something new, you know. That's the best, you know. You always want to keep changing and moving around and doing different shows, whether it's, you know, sometimes opening for a band is good, uh, but that's hard work. And, but sometimes clubs is hard work if it just matters the clubs. Every... Every experience in stand-up is a little bit different. I wanted to give a shout-out and um, a moment of respect to a stand-up comic from New York, just a true New Yorker, um, Angelo Lozada. Angelo was a good friend of mine, awesome dude. Um, and I think he's a few years older than me, and he just got stomach cancer, but it hit him hard, and uh, he just passed. Him and Chris Cotton, another comedian in Philadelphia. I've been watching the comedy world. I mean, I went out and did a like a good hang with a bunch of comedians the other night, or the other day. We went to the Natural History Museum, and that was wild and cool. But it was good to see fellow comedians. But a, a couple of people in the comedy, prominent people in the New York comedy community, um, just passed like one of the young guys and then one of the like dudes I looked up to like the real New Yorkers that worked the Boston Comedy Club that worked <clears throat> the club after you know all down in the village like back in the day Angelo was on all those shows early on that I was on um, especially when it came to, it became the comedy village I think is what it was um, when PJ was running it Angelo, that's when I first met Angelo, and I think I may have saw him, yeah, I think I saw him, like, in the day, um, at the Boston, but, um, he's just one of those New York dudes that always been around, and then he kind of moved up the ranks, and he started opening for Trevor Noah, and flying around the world, that was the last few years he was opening for Trevor Noah, and I, one of the last times I saw him was at Dangerfields, and we talked about I think I saw him at Gotham, actually, because he would always play Gotham. I think the last time I saw him was at Gotham Comedy Club. I didn't hang long. I just, I talked to him for a brief minute. And then I, oh, man. I'm really sad. But so respect to his family. Amazing comedian. Dope uh, New Yorker. Always had these great stories about growing up in the Bronx in the 80s during the origin of hip-hop and graffiti he you know he definitely lived and loved uh lived and loved all those early hip-hop new york stories and art and music and funk 
man, he was a great dude to hang out with and talk shit with, man. I remember talking with him at the cellar mad long, like for a long time one time. But I also did a bunch of shows and hung out at the Comedy Village with him. And then I also did Gotham with him. And then I got a picture with him at Gotham on the mixtape show. I think he was there when I was there with Cedric. The entertainer was there. I know there's a picture. It's got to be on my computer somewhere. But I haven't been uploading like my pictures on my phone to my computer. I haven't done that in years. I just haven't been doing that link up. Are people still doing that link up? Linking their uh, computers to their phones? I think the phones are so powerful these days. You just kind of go, choom, choom. You know, there's just like two or three years on my phone of pictures. But I never signed up for the cloud. And I wonder if that has anything to do with it. Because um, I know the space on my computer is limited. And I need to figure that out. I need to step up and get into the new world and get into the cloud. <laughs> I don't need to do anything, actually. Uh, that was all of today's meditation, was just trying to be and be in the moment. And live your essence. And yeah, I saw this film about like dark energy and dark matter. And that was at the um, the Museum of for Natural History. But it wasn't the same one Joe Firestone was talking about. This one was talking more about the Big Bang Theory and how we're always moving. Like everything's flowing. We're still participating in that bang. And, uh, and how we're all connected. It was fascinating. It was absolutely fascinating. Um... Just the idea of like energy and where it comes from and where it goes and how it's perceived and how every person feels like they're the center of the universe, but none of us are. It's, you know, it's like this weird mathematical thing that can't be explained. Or it can. That's a weird thing. Um... I fell asleep for a while during the film. <laughs> a movie sleep nap, I don't find it, I find it a lot more, except, you know, like if you gotta take a nap, you know, you gotta take a nap. And the movies, it's always so quiet. And, uh, yeah, it's, so it's easy to take a nap. Like, especially if you're not into the movie and you're not invested in it. But if you're invested in it, then you're just like, yeah, come on. Bring this movie on. Let's see this. That's how I was with the Star Wars. I got to check out this minion thing. Or I don't know what the thing that Bill Burr is in. And the little green uh, baby Yoda's in. Um, I, th I think it's a series. It must. I think it's a Netflix series. It's so weird how content is like flipping and dipping. But I saw this thing on Netflix with Martin Scorsese. And he was talking about filmmaking. And he was just saying, like, in this day and time, like, due to the technology, like, this is a bigger moment in time in terms of art and technology um, than when the movie was even created. Like, just the way you can release the content has completely flip-flopped. So now how you even take it in is... I don't know, it's doubled just because everybody has a phone? That's what my mind keeps going to. Like, I'm so sick of the phone. But I'm recording this thing on the phone. But it's not good. I mean, I do put it in the other room at night. And I try not to look at it around my kid. Um, but I know they got to engage with this bullshit anyway. But at the same time, man, I don't know. that I would like to hold it off as much as possible. Um, the online world is odd and weird, but also fun and amazing <laughs> because you can get great recipes. Um, you can know the weather in an instant. Um, this type of stuff is never, you know, I think it's all of it's a tool and it's how you use it. It's like me playing that guitar over there, man. Um, yeah, I'm not perfect. I haven't been playing the guitar. I've been tuning it. I have been tuning it and I have been picking it up. My tuner... Because I don't have a good, natural, perfect pitch tone, so I have an electric tuner that hooks onto the guitar. 
and that thing has a battery issue. So I need to go change the batteries in the tuner. And I'm going to do that. And I'm going to get some boots. And this new year, I'm coming stomping. We're going to be rocking tunes. I'm releasing a whole music album. I'm so psyched about it. We got the title. I got the tracks. I'm just trying to figure out what tracks. And then I'm trying to put together some bonus super duper material on it. On the super duper duper mixtape review that's coming out which i'm super excited about i'm just super duper excited about this podcast please like and subscribe i'm not gonna even ask but you should do, you should be doing that i'm giving a lot of free content and uh we're smoking some herb we're drinking some great coffee this coffee like this beans oslo coffee roast dude look up oslo Let's look these dudes up. These guys are pretty core when it comes to... I mean, they're up there with Stumptown Coffee. Well, they're named off after Norway. You know in Norway, they drink coffee. You know where it's just cold, you need good coffee. Um, and then, you also need some herb to get by. I remember hearing the story about them tracking herb in Northern California up at Tahoe, like like way back in like the 1920s just because it was it was something to do when you're like ice fish or when you have the snow you know you're just snowed in see this coffee okay so it came right off oslo coffee. french roast oslo's coffee brooklyn new york roasting single origins blends in espresso coffee to order brewing our premium coffee beans come from farmers that use um, let's see here. Yeah, check out Oslo. Oslo Coffee. These guys, this is good coffee. In the small batch. They got good font. Oh, check out that. It's a good coffee cup. There's the Golden Tree. That's the shit I've had. O Odin Espresso. All their stuff is kind of Viking. Oh, they got some specialty instant coffee the wild huntsman this dude these guys are all about vikings um check it out wholesale what's that all man i guess yeah if i was a coffee shop i would do that locations yeah they got three i was right i completely guessed well, do they have more no three i completely guessed that they're in Williamsburg, Williamsburg, and Yorkville on the Upper East Side. Our Upper East Side connection. Hmm, interesting. And then Bedford Ave, they got a Williamsburg one. And then, yeah, their flag shop on Roebling. I know where that is. That's like right behind the Knitting Factory. Great spot. Knitting Factory is a good venue. I should do something at the knitting fact I did a 420 show and actually Michelle Wolf was on this show but I did a 420 show with um Murder Fist at the knitting factory and it was a blast um I should do something like that again because New York needs some herb New York always had some herb um but everybody's running around so hard that it, it, you can't you got to be on your game a little bit. So, you know, this is more, I, I've always said, like, New York's more of a cocaine and alcohol town. Well, not much alcohol, but there is alcohol everywhere. But guess what? There's coffee shops everywhere. There's everything everywhere. Everything is everything, you know. It's whatever you put out there. And this is what I put out there, so this is what I know about. Um... But yeah, if you're ever in Brooklyn or the Upper East Side, go check out Oslo. They are a great, great coffee bean. I would put this up there with Stumptown and how it smells. This is the Golden Tree. This is Sumatra and end Ethiopian. So it's not single, single sourced. It's a blend. But it's uh, definitely a great coffee. And it goes awesome with cannabis. And 
tastes good like in a good porcelain cup I got I don't know there's something about drinking coffee out of a porcelain cup that I really like um, I definitely like those espresso cups those little that's that's half the thing when I drink espressos man I want that little tiny miniature cup where you're going yeah man it's like this mini cup but it has this extra super kick you're like oh you don't think I'm drinking coffee I'm drinking the most powerful coffee in the world right now. Espresso. They take those beans and they steam and press them at the same time in a magnitude I don't even know about. Um, they're making diamond juice. Exquisite espresso. Yeah, go, going into a coffee shop and getting a little mini espresso, like when they give it to me in the paper cup, it's just kind of a bummer. Uh, but I'll tell you about these gigs, and uh, I hope you had fun listening to the last episode. I know I had fun taping it, so I want to give a big shout-out to my man, Ricarlo Winston. He's a, com he's a comedian in Muskegon, and he was awesome to do the podcast. He was hilarious and awesome to work with. He killed... I have a picture of him on my phone. I might post that up. But I need to get my fucking visuals more... Um, Correct. It looks pretty good right now, but we got, we're going to upgrade all this shit. I'm going to get the music right. Well, I got the music. I kind of got it down to a few different tunes, but I'm also making beats still. I enjoy making music. It's just two different facets of your brain, comedy and music. It's like playing basketball and... And... <laughs> And playing golf at the same time. It's like two different things. Um, so that's why I like when I do comedy music, everybody's like, where's the jokes? I'm kind of like, I just want to make some beats, man. I'm just looking to make a song. Mostly I like to make a song. Or just mostly I like to create, catch a vibe. Because I do think that's what music is. It's like just catching a vibe. Today definitely has a chill vibe, um, but I got to edit this and then put some beats on it, but we're getting better at it, and I am doing this all by myself. There's no like, well, Hiram does hook me up with the recording, and re but I, this last recording I just did with myself, but it could have been better. I apologize. That was off my lavalier, but I was kind of psyched that I just did it in my hotel room, and it just, it sounds kind of punk rock to me, this whole setup. Um, I went to Big Belize. Yeah, it can. See, I'm not picking them up on the mic. I'm listening to the last episode, Masagigan Light Roast. And the reason I called that episode that one is uh, because we were drinking light roast from the Hampton Inn. Hampton Inn, you know, coffee hotels be rocking free coffee. You can you can have like hotels have two different types of coffee um, or three. That's when you know they care is when they get, have a nice selection. You know, a lot of it's the selection, but the, but the dark roast was all out. That was so funny. About, well, you can listen to that whole episode. I won't, <laughs> I was about to start telling all the jokes that I told in that episode. But is it jokes? I don't know. Mostly it's me rambling and sometimes the, the, the laughs I find is in the, uh, is in the rambling. Um, but I try not to ramble too much. And I'm trying to cut out the uhs and ums. And I know I do that constantly on this podcast. Birds are chirping out there going nuts. Like, char, 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 char. Like a bunch of them. The one thing I found out when I was stretching and then I meditated for 15 minutes with no music or anything, just the quietness. Like, I picked up all the background noise. And sometimes the background noise is more beautiful than all the music and all the media. The thing is, is just pumping the amount of media into your skull, you know. I try to back off on the phone. But at the same time, I do think comedy can be shown through, uh, you know, displayed, um, platformed, 
for social media really easily, and it does a good job with it. So, yeah, I do think just everything's changing. So that's, that's why you got to be more cognizant, because I use it for work. I, you end awesome. up using it for everything. So you're more or less like looking for excuse when you can't use it. <laughs> and that's what's so great about going places. Everybody, you always hear that. Like, I lost my phone and it was the best day ever. Um, but was it? Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> you got to be off the internet. But sometimes you got, like all my work is on the internet. And that's like everybody else. Um, I guess it's saving the trees somehow. We need to save the trees. All these birds are going nuts. There's not enough trees out there. No, I think they're just singing because the sun is out. Because it's just been cold and wet. And, that, and that's how it was in Michigan, just cold and wet. California, you don't even know how good you got it. <laughs> but I will say about these, like, days, it's like... Um, it forces you to stay in and it forces you to slow down and it forces you to like take care of like, you know, projects like organizing all, I got to organize all this stuff and get it onto YouTube. I only have like three or four YouTubes of this podcast. So I got to do that, but I got to find the amount of memory. Um, and I'm working on all my standup material. Uh, it felt good to be out there in Michigan. And by the third show, I was doing, you know, you know, like 40 minutes, 40, 45 minutes each show. And um, 45 minutes to an hour to each show. And it felt good. By the third show, I was just flowing. And um, I got some good laughs. And I was riffing out. Not riffing, but in those towns, in those situations... And I'm not a good crowd work comic, but it does help for the transitions and just to get into stuff to do a little bit of crowd work. And uh, I did do that. And that's not like a strong suit of mine. And you never know these days and you never know who's going to be talking. So you try not to do it. I didn't do that much. Um, I did a little bit, but it was almost get, trying to get into this other um, otter material. I just had him talk about eggs. <laughs> I was just asking how people like their eggs. And that ended up being like 15 minutes of fun right there. Uh, that I may like try again, you know, and work on. Because, you know, people were giggling naturally. Laughing. Um, yeah, the sun is out. The coffee is cold. Um, but so is the air. But there's something about, like, breathing that air. It's, like, really good sometimes. When you get outside and get the, just that fresh... I mean, you know, I've been inside and I'm just realizing how everything's just a little dusty. Like, you got to keep dusting. If you don't dust, man, this stuff is... Uh, it gets dusty. And then you're on that dust. And you're like, man, how, what's going on? And then you got a coat hanger. <laughs> and you're fishing in the fish tank. And, uh, and you're painting half the kitchen because you're on that dust, man. Uh, I was just thinking Angela Lozada had some, <laughs> had some jokes about smoking angel dust in the 80s. And it was awesome, man. Um, once again, much respect to the very funny comedian Angela Lozada who opened for Trevor Noah around the world. Also, New York comedian, did his own tours. Uh, been around, man. That, man, that one hurts. Uh, but, um, but, you know, he definitely blazed, so he would be excited to be getting a shout-out on this podcast. Um, I've been stretching. I've been working out. Um, but that's the whole thing about health, like, you know... Life is so precious, like, you could do everything right and it could still, you know, knock you on your ass. That's what I've been just trying to appreciate, you know. Anything I'm going, 
I'm just trying to put stuff in perspective. And what was the other lesson like I learned this week? Just get out of negative thinking patterns, you know, mixing it up, meeting new people, hanging out with new people, opening yourself up, um, trying to see it, you know, from a compassionate point of view, from a 360, you know, never try to get too egoed out or you just start making the weird decisions. Um, like the quieter and cooler you are, or just, you know, you're going to be in difficult, that's what I've learned with the yoga is like, you're going to be in difficult positions or you're going to be in positions that you think you're tense, but you just have to like set the pose and then hold it and try to breathe through it because you just keep on going, you know. I hit some turbulence on the way out to Michigan. I think I talked about, did I talk about that? Um, you know, things get rocky. But Christmas is here. Um, I'm not sure how many more episodes I'm going to do. Uh, maybe we'll just come out hot for the new year. Maybe I'll drop a bonus one. Um, but give me a shout at contact at Rob Cantrell. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Yo, I made some hummus. This one fan wrote me about making hummus. And I never got around to it. But I do have the Ninja Blender. Um, it's a good blender. Um, and I got two, like four cans of chickpeas and I made a shitload and I got some fresh dill. I had some dill. I didn't have any, um, the recipe that I saw said tahini and, uh, garlic, but I didn't have any. I had some fresh dill, olive oil, salt, and pepper. Did I put anything else in there? I may have put some other little seasoning like this green garden seasoning, but mostly olive oil and salt and pepper, and dill, and I made this two, like, gallons of hummus. <laughs> My wife didn't have any. She wasn't having the dill mixture. I like the dill mixture. It went well. I thought that was done a lot, but somebody was like, I don't know, but dill is, like, a cool, like, that's why pickles are so good, man, It's that dill. You got, um, it's a very distinct, I think it's, like, a saltiest taste. Um, but it's not, it's like this fresh herb. Um, so it's good for you. I made some dill, um, hummus, like two quarts of it, man. I've been eating through that. I love it. That's what something I made. And then what, there was something else that I was cooking. I talked about that apple crumble. Um, that was amazing. Um, shout out to Detroit. It had, not Detroit, why am I saying Detroit? I only went through Detroit Airport, which isn't a bad airport. And I think there may be an Oslo in, no, there, there's another one. They got some good coffee. They got good coffee everywhere. That's the thing that I say about, like, you know, these days you can live just about anywhere. Like, if it's got good coffee and Wi-Fi or it's, it's a legalized state, um, that's a good spot. I can't take, I can't wait to take this podcast more on the road. Like that was the thing that I learned from my last episode in Muskegon and meeting with uh, Ricarlo Winston um, and just talking about Michigan cannabis legalization, Michigan comedy and fruit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was just fun to do that in the hotel room. So I want to do more of that. And it was spontaneous and I just met the cat. And uh, we got along great. You know, that's just how life is. You just move along and then you meet people and uh, you vibe out, you, whether you like to hang out with them or not, and then you keep it moving, especially with comedy. And, you know, a lot of it's just work and telling jokes. <laughs> Most of it is that. Um, so that, that whole experience in Michigan was a really good one. Um, the sun is out. The birds are chirping. I'm drinking some water. It's part seltzer. It's not fully seltzed. It's, uh, it's the bubbles aren't as strong, but sometimes that's good. I actually had some crazy heartburn. I've been going out to like Christmas parties and stuff and you end up eating so many cookies and snacks and uh, my heartburn was just firing because I think I just drink so much coffee and run around so much. So I've been trying to lay low and I hope you're laying low. 
I hope you have awesome holidays. Uh, I hope Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, Ja, Rastafari, one love. Um, but uh, yeah, have some water, have a toast, uh, have a brunch. Try not to boast. <laughs> That's the thing about Herb, you just want to start rapping. I can't wait to put together this music material. And I can't wait to um, practice my guitar. I got You got to look at everything as practice. Like today I didn't um, want to do the stretching, but I did. And I did it without music. And I just went through the stuff. And I'm getting better. It's just practice. Even when you're half-ass in it, you're kind of... At least you're applying it. And that beats just the talk, you know? A lot of the talk and the worry is like, eh, you know? You got to do it. I didn't do my push-ups, but I think I'm going to do that today. It's just one of those cloggy days. You got to pump some blood through the heart. And, um, but also I do have this like tricky stomach, so I got to ease back. I just drank through that whole cup. Let's see if we have any more. Nope, just the dribble. Just the last, but that's sometimes the last bit of coffee. That's good. That's like almost an espresso shot. As you can tell, I like espressos. We gotta do, we're gonna do a bunch of cafes. I'm gonna start getting organized with this stuff. That's, we're in this growth space. Um, we're in this growth phase in space and time. Uh, thank you for stopping by. Sometimes I bust a rhyme. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I won't. But sometimes I will. And sometimes I chill. So uh, don't take a pill. Just uh, take a nap. Yeah, I can rap. I got it like that. Um, another episode. It breaks the mold. Rhymes are cold. Stay bold, stay proud. Oh yeah. Cannabis coffee. Right now. I'm out. Peace.